Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hey guys, this is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dijakovic, and I want to give a shout out to the Wrestling Predict Cast. I think it's an awesome podcast, and you should definitely tune in. Be sure to feast your ears on the Wrestling Predict Cast. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to round five of the Wrestling Predict Cast and today it is Clash of Champions which is very fitting because we have got a Clash of Champions right here. We've got the defending champion from last round, from last Predict Cast League. It's Joe. How are you Joe? Yeah, I'm doing good mate, thank you. And we have got the up-and-comer, the challenger, trying to steal that title. It's Luke. How are you Luke? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you mate. And of course, we're here to discuss the pay-per-view that uh, every single belt is fought on, every single belt is uh, competed for, even if it means the matches aren't fantastic. So we've got a few decent ones and maybe ones that aren't so great. So we're going to start by with you, Luke. What do you think to the build for Clash of Champions? Um, I think it's been quite good, actually. Um, if we look back at some of the episodes recently, I've been really enjoying SmackDown particularly. I think they've had some really good shows. Um, obviously, we'll come on to it in terms of different themes, the storylines. But, yeah, I think generally they've built up to it relatively well for the majority of the matches. You agree with that, Joe? Uh, yeah, I do, I do, to be honest. And I think I, all I'd add is that I think it's been good to get some different matches as well. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I've just felt like for the last few pay-per-views, we've almost been talking about the same things. Um, you know, like especially some of like the mid card and the tag belts and stuff, and it kind of feels like we're getting a bit of something fresh now, which I'm pleased about. And I agree, SmackDown's been SmackDown's been really good. I think the only thing that that bugs me about it is that there's not enough matches on this card, which is going to be great for a predict cast, by the way. There's not enough matches on this card where you can't really see who the winner's going to be. That's the only, it just feels like another WWE pay-per-view where it's fairly obvious where things are going. Now, that could be great because it could mean that WWE could surprise us, but I think here there's only, there's two matches here that I am not certain of the outcome to. I don't know about you guys, but that's, that's, that's the downfall for me. And I know Luke said it before where he said that the only, you know, the, the, the problem you, you have with, WWE matches is the matches can be great but if you know the outcome it's a little bit like you know you, you want a bit more mystery in there so that's I, it but I think the build's been good I think one of the matches that you're certain about or that we'll probably collectively be certain about will not be we'll we'll get wrong if you know what I mean they'll do yeah. they'll do one curveball won't they I think I'll yeah go. I mean I, I always go back to the Fiend Goldberg you know, everyone predicted the Fiend was going to win that didn't they but you know he never. <laughs> there's always, like I say, yeah, you're right. There's always going to be one, isn't there? That's we're, just very, we're just not very good at predicting, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, there is that as well. I mean, it's not. I think didn't I win last year with about 56% accuracy? Yeah, it was something like that. It was it was absolutely <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and just and just blame wild cards. Yeah, yeah well, that was me. That was me. 
<laughs> okay, so we'll get into it then. Um, here's how uh, the Wrestling Predict cast works. What we do is we take every single match individually, we discuss it, and we predict what the outcome's going to be, and we keep a running tally of the scores. To force our predictions to be different, we have wildcard picks, which we will talk about as we go. These are picks that you've got to pick if it's yours, and you've got to go against if it's not yours. Although, because I won the bonus takeover round, I don't have to adhere to the wildcards this time. So that should hopefully give me some help with the points. So we will see. Most needed points. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the first match, it's Luke's pick, in inverted commas, because he doesn't really have much of a choice, because for the first time in the Wrestling Predict cast, since she was well-touted as the future of the women's division by Joe, <laughs> Shayna Baszler is actually featuring... He's your, she's your wild card. So it's Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Luke, you have to have the Riot Squad, I'm afraid. Are you happy with that? Are you gutted? Um, I'm actually, if, if I had free choice, I'd have picked the Riot Squad, I think, which might surprise you or not. I don't know, depending on your predictions. Um, but I think that Shayna and Nia Jax are going to implode. So I don't think they're going to get lengthy round with the belts. And I'm sure we'll come on to it as well. I think the Raw women's division needs a bit of a freshen up as well with new challenges, so they could easily go into that. So I think that they'll lose the bouts to to um, the Riot Squad. That's absolutely surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see oh, that man. going there at all. Um, it's uh, Well, for me, I am going Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler because I don't think they are dropping the belts yet. I don't think they're going to... I think, you're right, they will implode at some point, but I think this story's got a bit more legs to it. And my worry is if you take the belts off Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, you've then got to find something for Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler to do. And I don't think WWE are ready to do that yet. So that's my uh, that's my prediction. What about you, Joe? You've got to have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Are you happy with that? Or are you agreeing with Luke? Uh, no, I don't agree with Luke. I'm, um, I, think, <laughs> I think they'll... I, the, it's been it's been interesting and also terrible the way they've tried to make the Riot Squad seem like a like a realistic threat to Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Feel like the way they've positioned them for the last like, five years, those two are they would easily beat both of them together, and then on Raw, um, Liv Morgan pin Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Um, which in like, in about three minutes, and it was a really and it was just like why. You know, I'm starting to wonder whether she, whether Shayna Baszler is is ultimately going to be the future of the women's division. <laughs> <laughs> starting to slight, starting to slightly waver on that that strong sta- that strong stance. But I mean, she's certainly better than losing to Liv Morgan in three minutes. Liv Morgan is not is not a very good wrestler. See, I always I always find it really um, disappointing because I think Ruby Riot's got something about her. I yeah. think Ruby Riot has. She's actually a very solid, arguably upper mid card women's wrestler. But she could. She she's better than what the Riot Squad's ever done for her. To be honest with you, and I just don't think they back her as much as they should. She for me is kind of. She's around that. I mean, she's better than Natalia. She's. I was thinking Natalia. I was thinking yeah. that like that, that kind of workhorse. Exactly where she could very easily elevate other people. Yeah, you know I mean that's that's where she should be. Where really she's never ever been much more than a glorified jobber. And you know when she came back and it was her versus it was going to be her versus Liv Morgan and they could have actually told a decent story there. There could have been something. 
and now they've just taken a massive step back with it. They've done that. Oh, we've got nothing for you. So we're just going to throw you in a bit of a tag team so that, you know, our roster's being used. The thing is, right, so either way, where does this belt go? Because, like, you haven't got Banks and Bailey anymore. Um, Iconics are just broke up randomly. Um, so, who, like, so where does where does the belt go? That's I mean, it, yeah. what, what, like Natalia and Lana, which is really random and really annoying as well. <laughs> so yeah. I just don't, you know, generally these belt like they're just split up at an actual women's tag team for some reason, um, but they haven't actually got any alternatives. That was a really random choice. That was a really random decision just to completely yeah. implode the iconics. Well, they, they reckon it's because they're going to push. Um... Peyton Royce. Yeah, yes, yes, yes that one. They're going to push her um, to like, but I don't see, but she's on SmackDown, so I'm not quite sure how they're going to push her because she's probably not going to win a belt, is she? Like, she's on Raw, isn't she? Is she on Raw? Oh, okay. Well, can you see, I don't know, yeah, okay, fair enough. I don't know if you can see her fighting Asuka, really, at yeah. any point. Yeah. The Iconics haven't made them, hasn't made her look strong, I don't think. Um, yeah. And it's weird as well. It's just a weird ending to that as well. Were they, were they even on Raw this week? Yeah. I can't remember. No, I, don't um, think so. I don't think so. Like, they had that match, didn't they, where they fought against each other and then that was it. Like, that, it was just such a weird, weird thing to do. No build, no nothing. It was just like one randomly one. Oh, they just broke up. It's, but anyway, it's, yeah, so my, my point is, like, like who, who, if whoever wins this, what's the next feud? No, you're right. You are right. I mean, I can see it going Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad at the next pay-per-view as well. You know, that's the kind of, well, until they think of something. Who's the Who's the two, I can never remember their names, who's the two MMA fighters who were oh. part of Shayna Baszler's apparent four horse uh, Jessamine Duke. Yeah. Marie- Jessamine Duke, wasn't it? Maria, yeah. Marina, Zafia. That's it. They could They could do something with them if they begin to push them. They could be, but again, they just they need to put some money effort in and need to put some time in to actually build some legitimate women's tag teams instead of just these two women will go well together. So you could easily see them. Like, so if it was Survivor Series, for example, what happens is that there is Survivor Series the next pay per view after this one. I um, don't. Is, I think it's, isn't it Hell in the Hell in the Cell? Yes, like, it is. Hell in a Cell's next, and it's Survivor Series in November, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so they can easily just repeat this match for the next pay-per-view. If they even bother, because you don't need to yeah. have a women's tag team match on the card. And then Shayna and I presumably will be on Team Raw, are they? Raw? Yeah. Yes, they will. In the five-on-five-on-five on five on five match that <laughs> no one really cares about. Yeah, yeah. That's where it's, yeah. Survivor, I used to like Survivor Series. And now the concept of having to have everything be triple threats is a little bit like, I, I don't, I'm not bothered about it anymore. It, it's, it's, yep. it's bad, isn't it? I've got a soft spot for Survivor Series. That was the first one I watched. And I re, obviously, it got, it got me hooked. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, I, I like Survivor Series, but I've, I suppose that's because I'm new to it. I, we'll I, see like, what... I like the way they make the matches. It's just, I just, it's... It, what does my head in is the um, the predictable four weeks out from Survivor Series where Raw invade SmackDown. Yeah, like, NXT invade everyone. That's happened yeah. for I'm not, uh, uh, it must happen for about 10 years now. Like, oh, what? Like, we don't care about the other brand all year round, but now, for this month, we've got an intense passion of hatred. 
And, and I do miss as well when there used to be a reason for two different teams as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you used to have like team, like the, the team corporate versus like the, 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 the roster team. And you had like proper teams where it came from a proper feud and they had to recruit each other rather than just, you know, all heels and faces for the, for November get along because their hatred for the other brand is just so intense. And it's like, okay, we're all going to wear these t-shirts that have Raw and Smackdown on them and run around each other and run around the same Thunderdome, actually. They don't even have to go to different locations now. They're literally just showing up to the same workplace. I mean, we, we, are, we are ragging on some uh, Survivor Series and it's like two months away. So back to Clash of Champions. So, right here. How many matches have we covered before we went on detour, mate? Uh, one, one, one. one match, but I think that's, that's pretty good going for us. Um, <laughs> right then. Match two is Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro versus lucha house party that's right lucha house party not as everyone thought and i got quite excited about the street profits thinking could they actually unify the belts exactly as i predicted yeah. no 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 they're not going to do that no they're just gonna they're just gonna have them for the quarterly inv- invitational there you go and then uh, get get beaten clean essentially so Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro versus Lucha House Party. Um, I'm going because it's my pick first. I'd like to add, by the way, that Shinsuke Nakamura is my wild card. Yes, I know he is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you have to have Shinsuke Nakamura and Joe has to yeah. have Lucha House Party. Mm. Right. I'm going Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Joe, you can't possibly believe there's any chance that Lucha House Party is winning this. Lucha, Lucha. Um, no. I, but I'm, you know, confident in my boys. Um, <laughs> what What's good to see is that um, they've earned their tag team title shot by consistently losing individual matches to Nakamura and Cesaro. It, there is a there is a weird thing about WWE where you're like, doesn't really make any sense as to why you get title shots. It's either you just rock up and ask for one, which if you're any level of wrestler, I don't know why you wouldn't just when Drew McIntyre goes out like. You should, there should be a fight for who goes out to challenge him first. Yeah. Um, or you just seem to lose as many matches as you like, and then you still get a title shot anyway. So, um, yeah, back in Lucha House Party, 100%, all the way. Luke, gutted that you've got Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro for this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, they're, they're really teasing Lucha House Party breakup, aren't they, as well, between Lynch and Kalisto? So, oh, I mean, for if you want a story that's not going to help anybody in that team <laughs> it is separating them i swear turn them heel i swear that would do more than breaking them up turn them heel make them obnoxious would be because they're already halfway there i don't don't break them up and just have three wrestlers who are completely indistinct from one each other already separate um, up honestly i'm watching that right i'm watching that and going i don't know which one's which like when they were talk- when they were talking on SmackDown, I was like, "Is that is that Callisto?" Because they're sort of showing a bit more of their face now. Like, yeah. yeah, I think in order for you to be able to identify them, but like they keep changing the color of their clothes and stuff, and I don't really, I can't follow which one. I don't know which one's which. No. So like I was like, "Oh, that's see, pretty." See, pretty- so, do, do you know how I can tell? So Grandmaster League's got a bit more hair, which comes out the back. So he's got he's like the longer haired one. Um, Vince a- Dorado oh. has like the furry side side beards on his mask. And Callisto's the other one. <laughs> See now that that there's Luke is a man who doesn't turn off, and I don't just mean the TV. I mean like just mentally during a Lucha House Party match. 
and I cannot I, say that's me. I, I literally... really enjoy their wrestling. Honestly, I, I I really enjoy that style of wrestling. I, I I don't know what I find it quite exciting to watch, and mm. and I actually think the between Shinsuke Mac- I can't even say his name Nakamura and Cesaro. I think that I think their matches have actually been pretty good recently. It's just the the build. Just, just the build round it all is just terrible. But I actually it's, quite enjoy the actual the same every time. And they don't go anywhere and they don't do anything. And they're just so... I need a little bit more character. Because you're right. They're amazing wrestlers. They are. And the stuff they do and the, uh, using the ropes and even the, the, the tag team, like, the tag team moves they do are great. But then you also look at it and go, oh, it's... it's I just don't care. I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose. And that's it for me. I just need them to be something a bit better. I think they used to come out with a piñata. Do you remember when they came out with a piñata? And you went, this ain't for me. I'm sorry, this is not for me. Like, what are you doing? Well, I'm trying to work out what the evolution of their, their like, team is going to be. Like, how do, like, maybe, like, you know, like, you know them adverts where it's like, don't let, don't let alcohol ruin your fun. Because you like, it starts off with like, a normal, like, nice, like, a nice, uh, evening out and then you have a few drinks and a few more and a few more and then it starts everything starts to go like tits up and I'm thinking like maybe you could do something like that with the Lucha House Party where like they've been partying for a while now and like the next evolution of them is to just have a little bit a little bit too much and they start becoming a dick <laughs> so are you saying that Lucha House Party need to do Stoptober is that what they're going for are you is that is that what WWE are queuing up here is they is Cesaro give uh, not Cesaro um, Callisto does a little bit of a intervention with the other two, and they stopped over it, and then and then become legitimate tag team contenders, because that's the story I want. There you go, you've done it. You've written a story that I could get behind. I mean, I don't think that's at all what I said, but I'll take it. <laughs> you know, alcohol party and ruin your life. That's it. Yeah, there you go. They cut it out. I yeah. mean, you'd have to believe that Lucha House Party would come into the ring drunk, but. But you could you know. kill that in over. The, you could, they could like have shots at the ring and have shots like ringside and whatnot. <laughs> which is which is also so there'd be one message for Lucha House Party and the absolute opposite message for the Street Profits who are drinking on the way to the ring and the champions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't fully worked it through yet. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not saying you couldn't get away with it. WWE. That's WWE logic. That that would that would that would. That would pass. That would easily pass. Um, yeah. It annoys me about Nakamura and Cesaro. I was thinking about this today when I was watching him. Nakamura, at his best, is easily top five wrestlers in WWE. Cesaro, at his best, could arguably be top ten, I think. I mean, Cesaro never got the push that he deserves, and they are both wasted here. Oh. I've noticed a lot more as well. Nakamura is speaking a lot more than he used to. Like, he used to just like, look... In the distance, didn't he? And like, if, when he heard his name, he turned. But now, but now, like, he actually speaks a lot more, doesn't he? So it's feel like the, the, the training him in promo work. I think you probably nailed exactly what it is that he's been there. He's, he's now picked up promo work, and yeah, he can, yeah. So yeah, there's only there's only so many years you can live in the United States and not speak English. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How long have you been there now? Five years now. I still I still not a chance to learn anything. Right, so Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro versus Lucha House Party. Um, I, that's, yeah, match number two. that's match number two. Um, <laughs> number three, we've got. There's a bit to talk about this one, but it doesn't really play into this match, or it might play into this match. Um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, obviously, the real talking point of this is the fact that 
Bailey and Sasha Banks did their inevitable, but still I'd say a little bit surprising breakup um, after another one of their kind of title uh, title attempts, wasn't it? It was a tag team title attempt that failed. Um, so now Bailey's pushed full heel um, and broke broke the pairing up. Um, but Bailey versus Nikki Cross. I mean, it's Joe. It's your choice first. There's no wild cards here. Where do you see this going? Um, I'll give it to Bailey. I think. Um, I I don't think Sasha versus Bailey needs to have a belt on the line. It's like it's it's really a very it's good enough feud to not to be to be outside of that. Um, I I I think you could give it to Nikki Cross here. I'm I'm not I'm not 100 percent on Bailey. I just think um, I think they'll keep it and then they'll 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 put the belt on the what Sasha and Bailey are going after. What Sasha's chasing Bailey for will be the belt, I think, ultimately. So I'm going to leave it with Bailey. What's your choice, Luke? Yeah, the same, Bailey. Um, I think you've said it before on a previous podcast, Joe. Well, I, I I think it's going to WrestleMania and Sasha Banks is winning Royal Rumble and it's going that way. Um, so I I think I think she will keep the belt for. For that, for that length of time, um, yeah. So I'm going Bailey as well. I'm not sure. How, I'm not sure how confident I am in the in the WWE sustaining the storyline now. That's my only slight worry because WrestleMania is six months away. It's how it's how effectively they do it. Yeah, that's fair. You have to for me. What they have to do now really is keep them apart from each other. Is they almost have to have Sasha chasing a belt now, and you know she's she's. She stays off, stays away from Bailey, which makes sense because they're technically on different brands and they just don't go near each other. And then it ends up being that they clash at some point and, and that's the way it is. They're doing the same brand, aren't they? I thought they were different. I thought the only reason, I thought they were different brands. I... No, I think they're both on SmackDown. Well, they were both on SmackDown this week, just gone as well again. Oh, right. Okay. I, I, was thought, I thought that was, I thought Sasha was on... Uh, Raw and the tag team belts were the things that kept him on the same brand. Okay, but the idea for me would be, like I said, same same thing. I I I wouldn't have them go near each other because there's only so many times they can both be competing and going and going at each other before you go right. Just have the match. So we'll see. The only problem is, I mean, it feels like a big pay per view match. If this, I mean, if this was the blow off to the feud and it was Sasha versus Bailey for the belt, this should main event this pay per view. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what, what it should be. And it's just how far they keep it going. But I am going Bailey for this. I don't think they're going to give Nick across the belt. It could be a Hell in a Cell match. That would be quite interesting. Yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. In fact, it should absolutely be a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Paper, like, and probably headline it as well, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's where it's going. Yeah, like, we all agree that that means it definitely won't happen then. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Nick Cross is getting the belt, and these two, and they'll, and they'll make up next week, and <laughs> that'll be it. Um, okay then, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Luke, it is your choice first. Who have you got? Hardy versus Styles versus Zayn. It's a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. So, where are you going for this one? Free reign. Um, I'm going to go Jeff Hardy just because, um, you know, he hasn't had the belt for that long from AJ Styles. Um, and I'm quite enjoying the, the Sami Zayn com- coming back. I quite like Sami Zayn. Um, 
I'm quite enjoying that, that aspect of it. And the, I think I think it would be very, a really good match, actually. I think it would pro- probably be the best match on the card I'm most looking forward to, um, especially with it being an ladder match as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. I, you could make an argument for any of them, to be honest, but I've just got, I just think it's going to be Jeff Hardy. I, I don't know where this is going. I genuinely don't know where this one's going. This is the one where it could go anywhere. And it would yeah. like exactly like you just said, could go anywhere and it could be it feels too easy, to be honest with you, to keep it on Hardy. It feels almost too boring to keep it on Hardy. And then you wonder where AJ and Sammy go from there anyway. Do you know what I mean? I think they need to do some major rebuilding with Sami Zayn. He just doesn't seem to be the guy he was before. So an easy way of doing that would be give him the belt, but that also feels a bit too easy. Um I'm gonna go as a bit of an outside push here. On AJ Styles, I think I think they're gonna I think he might take it back and then they can carry on a Hardy AJ Styles feud into Hell in a Cell at least, and Sami Zayn can go elsewhere. But I think think AJ Styles might take it, so that's where I'm gonna go with it. What about you, Joe? I don't I don't know the answer really. I I feel like my, he- my where my head is at is it's it's probably gonna be harder. Um, but I think you can make a case for all of them. I'm less inclined to say AJ. I also think what they've made. I think they're kind of punishing Sammy at the moment because it because he was obviously off. He obviously decided he didn't want to yeah. be involved because of Corona, which is fair enough. Um, but like he's come back and he made, they made him look a bit of a dick, haven't they? Like it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it, like it's not a very. It's not portraying him in a positive light. And I just kind of half wonder whether they might give it Sami Zayn. Um, but, like, in a terrible like in a terrible finish where, um, like, Hardy and Styles do something and he just goes and gets, like, a cheap victory. Um, do you know what? Because, because you two have split, I'll go Sami Zayn. That is the right decision. Um, <laughs> I think if I think if I think if I'm honest, I'm probably I'm probably my head says Hardy, um, but I'm going to go Sami Zayn. I think we're all the same for that. We all I think for, and and I think what's stopping me going for Hardy and probably a little bit the same with you, Joe, is you almost don't want it to be Hardy. That's 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 so boring. If they keep it on Jeff Hardy, it's just like what what's what what's the point? What where are we going with this? That that's a nice easy title change when so far. The, the consensus for the most part is none of these titles are changing. So yeah, if Hardy does win so far for, for out of the four matches we've, we've discussed for the most part, we think every single title stay in the way, you know, that's whoa, 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 whoa. I think the right squad are going to win, mate. That's what I said for the most, so like the consensus, the general <laughs> consensus is the titles are going to stay the same. We have we, obviously the first one's a bit of a split, but you know, if you're looking for where the title changes are, if Hardy I mean, there are a couple of matches not announced yet. We can get to those later. But if Hardy retains as well, I can only see one change, which for Clash of Champions, every belt on the line, that'd be fairly dull. There's not much of a gold, uh, not much of a gold rush if that happens, is it? That's it's true. <laughs> it's, that's true. And as and if we know anything, it's you've got to absolutely pay attention to the to the subheadings, the subtitles of of these uh, of these pay per views. Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso in what could have been an amazing story and has been thrown together right <laughs> because because essentially if they'd done what they were trying to do with big e to jimmy uso 
and for the last month or two months been pushing this guy as a singles competitor that he's on his own has to be on his own he's making it he's doing it he's won matches clawed them through oh my god he's actually really built himself really well and now he's earned the shot i might actually believe he could win this but since he got a dodgy four-way <laughs> and it's like oh family family against each other yeah sort of all right um it's very clear that roman reigns is winning this very very clear roman reigns is winning this is roman reigns which is really shocking for you two because yeah, he's my wild card. So you two have got to have Jimmy Uso. Yeah, so, is. Joe, happy about that one? <laughs> I mean, I'm not delighted. Um, I think I think I could make a case for him winning the match but not the belt. I think you could, you could make, you could cement Roman Reigns as a heel by getting him getting disqualified or using a weapon of some kind or whatever. Um, but that's loose. Uh, 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 yeah, that's. I think it's quite loose. I think this is a kind of. But I, I, they have spent the last month trying to make it clear that Roman Reigns is a heel, so he will, he will at some point need to turn on Jimmy, uh, like like properly turn on him, which could happen in the match. And if you know, but um, I, I would probably pick Roman Reigns. Let's put it that way. If I had a free choice. Uh, where do you think? Where do you think this is going, Luke? Yeah, so I mean, everyone knows Roman Reigns is going to win it, um, but I still think it'll be a fun match. Like, and I think what I think what I think what will happen to Smith as a heel is that he'll beat him, then he'll just like just absolutely beat him up, like just brutally attack him afterwards, probably, yeah. um, just to generate extra heat. Um, I actually think like so. So the last podcast, I was quite scared, like I was a bit annoyed about Roman Reigns winning it, but I really enjoyed what they've done with him, and I feel like the more they make him heel, the better and better he's getting. Um, and I'm, I'm really. I've, I'm really enjoying him as a heel. Well, I would. It's when you when I'm just thought about Gold Rush, it made me think about Goldberg. I just wondered about whether Goldberg might be um, might come back and might fight um, might fight Roman Reigns at the next pay per view. That that's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout at all for a bit of fantasy booking to make the Gold Rush thing fairly relevant. That's not a bad shout at all. Yeah, just a thought. I mean, it feels a bit... I don't know how I feel about that. Um, so I think you can get away with... You, you won't see it coming. as a Because obviously everyone knows... Everyone, like people knew the Roman Reigns coming back. So you, you, know, that you can use that mantra. If it's called Gold Rush, it feels like you're telegraphing it a bit. Fair enough then. Um, so I take it for the money in the bank cash-in, we should all be saying no at this point is what we're saying. Um, yeah, I, I would say so. You, I mean, then I mean that means 100% it is getting cashed in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that as well. That's true. Jeremy was a film fan. Jeremy had questions. Like who's got the best beard in movies? Which film starring a wrestler is best? And what's the best film series that's been made into Lego? Jeremy tried Google, but who uses that old system anymore? Then Jeremy found that movie list podcast, a podcast which gave him the answers to the most obscure, bizarre, and some say pointless movie-related lists. You can listen and subscribe to that movie list podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, be like Jeremy. The main event. I think this has got to be the main event. I don't think Reigns versus Jimmy Uso is going to be the main event, do we? I think it's got to be Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the... Raw 
for the heavyweight championship. Um, Joe, he is your wild card choice, Drew McIntyre. So you have got to have him. How do you feel about that? To be honest, mate, I feel like we need to do a separate prediction about what the actual match is going to be. Yeah, I agree. Well, like, not, not. I mean, we won't. But like, oh, do we even know who's in it yet? <laughs> is it is it Keith Lee? Is Keith Lee in it? It's been no, announced it's... on the WWE website as oh. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Yeah. So the, the Keith Lee thing is, if Randy Orton can't make it, then if Keith Lee beats Randy Orton at Raw. Then he gets to, he gets to step in for Randy Orton. So yeah, so yeah. So if Keith Lee beats Drew McIntyre on tomorrow's episode of Raw, and Randy Orton can't make the champions, Keith Lee steps in. I can actually see it being a triple threat match. See, you can't, you can't do a triple threat ambulance match, can you? I don't think. I don't. Know I, I, I don't. I don't know what an ambulance match is, by the way. You have to get your opponent into an ambulance and shut the doors, and then the ambulance drives off, and you win. Oh yeah, it sounds as it's 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 as great as it sounds. Um, I see tomorrow Randy Orton coming in and RKO and Keith Lee to break up the match, and then when spoilers for my prediction, when Randy Orton wins it, it's Randy Orton versus Keith Lee as the next his next defense. Not necessarily at Hell in a Cell, but in in one of the rules going forward. So that's where I see it going. I think this match is definitely McIntyre versus Orton. Yeah. Okay. Where do you where do you see it going, Luke? Um, so originally I thought the same. I thought the Dream McIntyre might lose the belt here, but I've changed my mind. And I think because the next one's Hell in the Cell, I could see that, that being Dream McIntyre versus Randy Orton at Hell in the Cell. Um, so I, I think Dream McIntyre is going to win, but obviously I can't have him. Um, but I, I would pick Dream McIntyre. But it, it could still be McIntyre versus Orton at Hell in a Cell anyway. Yeah. As the, as a rematch for this. I mean, we never actually got down to the fact if Joe's happy that he's got McIntyre or not, actually. Where would uh, you put this one? I... Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm okay with it, I think. I think I would... I, I, I don't think this is clear-cut. I could easily see Orton winning it. Um, but I'm not unhappy with McIntyre. I would probably make McIntyre... I'd probably pick McIntyre if I had a free choice, if I, if I wasn't restricted. But I think I, you can make a case for all, and, not, not, and it's not difficult to do so. The other thing as well is if, so far, and like I said, it's the same argument I've already said, we don't really, as a, pro, as a consensus between the three of us, none of us have properly said there's going to be a title change here. No. The Hardy match is a, is a massive possibility. Um, Luke thinks the Riot Squad, but if Orton doesn't lose, if Orton doesn't beat McIntyre, where is the other title change? Or are we, we going to have a situation I mean, I know, we're going to discuss three other belts in a second, but again even if we even if we have title changes on this three other belts, they don't feel big enough. It, it feels like for a pay-per-view we just end up going into it and coming out of it almost exactly the same as where we are before. And the whole point of pay-per-view should be a switch-up, a change, some sort of story development. And the only place I can see a story development really is this one of any of any consequence? So. Yeah, I, I can't I can't disagree with logic, mate. I, I can't. Um, be, it just being up, being see what happens. I, I just I'm, I'm also getting a bit frustrated with how they're using Keith Lee on Raw. Like he doesn't seem to have like he doesn't seem to actually be able to finish any matches. Yeah. I swear he's had like 
So we've had like six matches now, and like one's gone to a finish. And a big one, mind to be fair. Like he, he's beat Randy Orton clean is the one yeah. finish. But you're absolutely right. I, I don't mind stuff like that if they turn it into a story. If they make that his story that he can't seem to, that that they keep being interrupting his matches and his matches keep being stopped. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I don't know what you do with that. But I've got no issue if if they do something with it. What do you think about his... They've slowly um, changed the tyre, aren't they? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just about to say, what's your thoughts about the new attire, Luke? Yeah, well, you know, he's starting to get his body out a bit more now. He's got a bit more of a vest going on, hasn't he? So he's getting back to what we, what we know, which is good. I feel like with Keith Lee, I'm really conflicted because, like, I feel like he was, like, my favourite wrestler at NXT. He was unbelievable. So, say, say if you're playing, like a, playing like a, a, a PlayStation game or something, right? And you're building up this character, he's like the, the, the top level of something. Um, and then, like, your memory card wipes and you've got to start again. I almost feel like that with Keith Lee. Like, I know how good he can be, but I feel like he, we're starting from the start again and we start to get glimpses of that. But it's frustrating me a little bit. Like, I don't really know where he fits into it all at the moment. What's the memory card, Grandad? You've also pretty much. <laughs> nice. You've also pretty much summed up the the massive issue with NXT as a as a concept, because not everyone yeah. watches it, and the amount of people that have moved across that you get initially so excited for that just go nowhere, because they have to yeah. do that because it's like, well, no one knows who you are, so we're going to build you from the bottom, and they never really get the push they would have got before. They never really like whoever the person in charge of Raw and SmackDown, Vince McMahon, doesn't really buy into who they are quick enough, and they just that's it. They just get lost and they flounder. And I'm really hoping it doesn't happen with Keith Lee. The fact that he's in the main event picture is is giving me hope. But I'm absolutely I'm absolutely with you that it does feel a little bit like all that time I've invested in this guy yeah. is, is is pointless now that he's moved across. So is there is there is there a possibility? We probably need to talk about it anyway because I think it's relevant. But about retribution getting involved in this potentially. Um, Retribution is 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 probably the worst storyline I can think of in the last five years. I would suggest. Um, I mean that's a different conversation because I I bet I could find others, but I'm with you. It is it's it's been so badly handled. Also on Raw, you could like clearly see who they were. Oh yeah, uh, like all yeah, three yeah. of them. Yeah, you could definitely see who they were. Like yes. my Mia Yim or whatever her name is. Yes. And yeah. uh, definitely in Retribution. I think Mercedes Martinez was the other one. Yes. Like, yeah. Def- like definitely in there. Yeah. I heard Shane Thorne as well. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not oh, sure. see, I've not. I've not heard that. But yeah. When you say heard it, you mean you've heard a rumor, or when he spoke, you went that Shane Thorne because that second. No, one no. I, re- I read somewhere. Oh, okay. I read somewhere. That was, yeah. <laughs> I would recognise Shane yeah. Thorne. I would, I, would recognize, I would recognize Shane Thorne's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, creepy little man. <laughs> when are we getting the reveal? Could that be Clash of Champions? Because I feel every time, every time that it all goes dark and they appear on screen and it, it all, you know, it, I, I think to myself, today's the day. Let's just do it now. Let's just reveal at least, even if they do it one by one, let's just reveal one of them. Let's move this on, and it just doesn't mm. seem to be going anywhere. Do you think they're going to like give them more and more of like their body, like, you know, (laughs) next time they're on, they'll just be wearing like, they'll have like their full eyes, nose and mouth exposed, but still like a balaclava. (laughs) I love the idea as well, but they definitely might still change them like later on. There's like, just because it's clearly Mia Yim, who just doesn't make sense anyway, because she's real life partner of Keith Lee and they had that on screen. So 
why was she beating up her husband? Question. Um, but like, there's still there's still an opportunity for them to like change it up even now. Like, just because we've seen it's mere yim doesn't mean that when they reveal it, it will be. If that makes sense. No, no, I'm I'm complete. I'm completely with you. I'm completely with you. It would not surprise me if they unmask and it's Seth Rollins. Do you know what I mean that would not be like? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh, okay yeah of course it is yeah no worries you know it's could, could goldberg be the leader of <laughs> retribution that is I reckon way it's more that, effort I, I reckon it's that head security guy who keeps we keep seeing all the time now is it adam pierce what is the is that's good cool i think for so. me that's an amazing story like i I'd, I'd, I'd have that that i'd have that as the story that the reason they keep getting in is because the head of security is letting them in yeah. would be fantastic yeah, the, 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 the only thing I'm struggling with is like when they reveal, what are they going to do next? Like, what is this? What is going to happen? Well, like, they, they must have a leader, mustn't they? Like, surely that's and that leader will be the one that. Like, and then that's a faction. Yeah. Stop! Stop poking holes in the logic of wrestling that has been that has been sacred for the last thirty years, Luke. All right. <laughs> Don't come here with you. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Don't do that. What's what? They could stick in it. They could they could bring back the hacker as well and put that in there. Just tie that one up. It just like doesn't cost you anything, you know. Hacker's gone, mate. Hacker's got. It's not CM Punk. Move on. All right. Shamble. <laughs> I mean, the other thing as well for Retribution that completely undid all their good work was when they were when they when WWE announced in kind of inverted commas that they were a Raw team. Yeah, exclusive. Oh yeah, they're yeah. just going to be on Raw now. Oh well, now now they've agreed with you that they're only going to terrorise one brand. Yeah, they're legitimate. Like, come on. Do you know what we want? Do whatever we want, wherever we want, as long as it's between like I don't know, <laughs> seven and ten on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just where's the logic? Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah yeah. It so could have been good, but like it was about two months ago when they attacked the SmackDown Arena and spray painted anything that wasn't very expensive. <laughs> to be fair, when they when they when they demolished the ring, you you did go. Actually, this is something. There's something in this, you know. And the chainsaw and the ropes and stuff. There was something in that. They did it at the end of the show, so it kind of lost the impact it could have had. But you know, it was there was something there. But considering they've just got less and less menacing. Do you know what I mean? I've never known a group start big and then just and then get to the point where what we're going to do is appear on screen for scheduled promos. It's like, come on, how is the, how is this? Where's the retribution? So we'll see. Where, well, I guess we'll see where it goes. Now, Clash of Champions is the only pay-per-view where every single belt is decided <coughs> that's not one of the big four. Um, anyway, um, so we still don't know who's going to be competing for the Raw Tag Team Championships. We still don't know who's going to be competing for the United States Championship. And we still don't know who's going to be officially competing for the Raw Women's title. Um, before we do that, I did have a thought about this that I wanted to kind of bring up with you, Joe, because of because of how long we've been watching. Didn't it used to be standard that every belt we defend on a pay-per-view? Um, yeah, I think so. But then I think you only had about five belts. Okay. I suppose there's logic there. Like, I like, like with AEW, like, all their belts are always defended on every pay-per-view because there's like four or five of them yeah whereas i think when you've got i don't think it's as achievable when you've got like what you must have 10 well we've got one two three four five six seven eight nine and the 24 7 championship oh, which i'm sure will be defended at some point on 
clash of champions. Well then, Ben, who's the 24-7 champion at the moment? Um, unless it's been, unless it's, unless it's changed hands in the last half of Raw and this week's SmackDown, it's still our truth, isn't it? Is it okay? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Oh, it wasn't. That wasn't a. That wasn't a test. I just. I genuinely didn't know. And I'll be yeah, honest. No, it, it, it is our truth, isn't it? Because he had that. It was that restaurant segment where the ninja popped up in, in, in the table and then he ran off. Remember? I mean, if, if you don't watch wrestling, but you listen to this podcast, well, one, what's up with you? But two, hey. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, if that sentence there doesn't get you hooked, what will? A restaurant scene where the ninja popped up. The, the worst ninjas I've ever seen as well. Like, yeah. I am, I, I, I am. Um, a better ninja than they are, like a hundred percent. Yes, I feel, yes, I, would. I feel confident that I could be better at ninja ninjaing than they are. The verb to ninja, ninja. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So, um, just to quickly run through these three: Street Profits will be facing either Rollins and Murphy, Andrade and Gaza, or Carrillo and Mysterio. Um, that they, that's to be decided on tomorrow's. We're recording this on the Sunday before Clash of Champions. It's going to be decided on tomorrow's Monday Night Raw. Um, out of those three, I mean, this isn't going to be an official prediction because we're going to find out the answers tomorrow. But out of those three, where do you see that going, Luke? Rollins and Murphy, Andrade and Gaza, and Carrillo and Mysterio. Which one do you think is going to be facing them? Yeah, I think it'll be Seth Rollins and Murphy. And then they'll do the official breakup of them at Clash of Champions and Street Profits will win. That's my prediction. Oh, that's a good, good prediction. That is a good prediction. It's... I think for me, it's definitely not good. Well, to be fair, the the first two options, the same storyline could happen either way. Though I think Andrade and Gaza are probably going to break up on tomorrow night's Raw officially, and then that's that that could be a, a that's obviously a match a few going forward. I'd like I quite like to see you know, Carrillo and Mysterio. That wouldn't be a bad tag team. That's not a bad way forward. That Carrillo's random though. He hasn't been on it for like I can't remember the last time I saw him. He was getting beaten up by Seth Rollins for a bit, wasn't he? But yeah. I know what you mean. It is just to throw him in the mix. It's a classic, like let's give him a tag, let's give him a chance to get the tag team belts because they're a proven tag team of no matches between together. <laughs> but they sort of like, yeah, they sort of, they sort of. I think they're both Mexican or at least from that sort of. Like, they'll put them together. That'd be a reap. Like that's that's all that's all it needs to be. Okay. Clearly, was going to be Seth. Oh, that was clearly going to be Mysterio and Ray. I think. Yes, it was. And then yes. obviously Ray got injured. So. All- also, the way forward, Dominic Mysterio should be in a tag team for at least the next six months yeah, and, with, and, and build it with, yeah. I've been really impressed with Dominic Mysterio. Like, I've really enjoyed his matches and I think he's been really good. And I, and actually, I, I, every time I watch Raw, like, his match is always my favourite. Yeah, that's that's absolutely fair. I never, I've now lost the nervousness watching him. You know, I used to watch you think, oh, here it comes, what's going to happen? I don't feel like it's not that anymore. He's He's kind of legitimised himself for me when it comes to that. So, I'd go with that. Yeah, you feel more confident with him jumping off something than Matt Hardy, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> right then, moving swiftly on. Um, the US title, obviously Bobby Lashley's got it. Is there anybody he's facing but Apollo Cruz? Joe? Ricochet? Could be Ricochet. Yeah. Uh don't know. Can't really think of anyone else that's around. Any chance he's losing this belt? I don't think so. No, no. Um, 
and the women's and I'm moving swiftly on I mean I'll be honest with you the quicker that the Hurt business move away from Cedric Alexander Ricochet and Apollo Crews the better because the Hurt business is one of the best parts of Raw and I know Cedric Alexander's joined them but you know what I mean that that idea of that feud they move away from that feud that storyline they just need to go somewhere else actually when they were teasing the idea of the Hurt business being security for Raw I thought that was a good that like I could see that that'd work yeah so that ended didn't it that episode on Monday with them versus retribution so that could go that could be where retribution goes yeah that's not a bad series match yeah absolutely i'd go with that absolutely um the women's title asuka versus what do you think luke based on the last episode probably zelina vega i mean Asuka's yeah. gonna win either way but <coughs> yeah. that, that'll be my best guess yeah i think that makes sense and i agree i think um oscar's winning it do you do either of you two think Mickey James got a bit of short shrift there as well? Do you not think she deserved to be in the pay-per-view for this? Yeah. I... That match was weird, though, wasn't it, how that ended? Yeah. I don't know if you remember watching it. Like, it just I... ended really weirdly. It was just sort of... Because Mickey James made such a big deal about, I'm going to win this, I'm going to be the... You know, this is my last chance at this. And I thought, why are they doing it on a Raw then? Like, there's at least a little bit of a story there. There's a lot... You know, and then she lost it, and it was a bit... Um, and then they... they put the camera on Mickey James's face as she looked distraught and then Selena Vega ruined that moment as well. So it just feels like, <laughs> I feel like you could, you could Mickey def- James must be gutted. You could definitely have um, like a Mickey James retirement match, couldn't you? Yeah. For what it's worth. Like that would that would be fine. Build to that like Survivor Series or something. It doesn't have to be anything major. Like major. I, I, couldn't, I didn't really understand what happened. I thought we had like a Montreal screwjob situation at one point. <laughs> <laughs> That's something for you to look up, Luke. The Montreal screw job. Um, yeah. You, it, yeah, it's quite a famous wrestling thing. Um, but yeah, when that when that happened, I was like, I can't quite get my head around what what I've just watched, really. Um, but yeah, I think that could be that she 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 could have a retirement match. I think that would be really good for the yeah. for the belt. Career versus career versus title. I, th- I think you're right there, Betty. It seems strange that they kind of built those up. Had that on Raw, they're going to have one week of build with someone to then have on Clash of Champions. Seems, seems a bit random. Yeah, and it goes back to what Joe was saying before as well. Selena Vega just comes out and goes, I'm going to face you. All right then, okay, off we go. It's like, well, Selena Vega hasn't won anything of worth in months. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's exactly the same It's the same issue. And it also feels a bit much to, to kind of like weaken Mickey James the way they have when Mickey James can still wrestle can still hold her own and is, is a good part of that roster if they use her properly. It was a good match, I thought, at the weekend. Yeah, on, it was. On she, was like, she, wasn't, she wasn't struggling. And when I, I believe that was, I, up until that point, I thought that was where this Clash of Champions match was going. And although I never thought Oscar was losing it, I also thought to myself, it's a legitimate match. Like Mickey James versus, you know, I didn't look at it and go, well, this is weak. Like they've got no one. I thought, actually, Mickey James versus Oscar, there's, there's story, that's decent there. Story, it could work, but. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Selena Vega can wrestle. She's a very good wrestler. I still think that match would be good. I just wish there'd been some build to it. We're ultimately going to get Shayna Baszler versus Asuka, aren't we? Are we, mate? Are we? Is that is that ultimately <laughs> Which, where it's yeah, going? That's it? that's that's why I'm going to match my first prediction of the Iconics, mate. There we go. Or the or the right squad. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, if you want to go really bold, Iconics could take it. You never know. I don't see that coming, but fair enough. All right, then. 
Um, I think we've discussed Clash of Champions, so it's time to move it across to the the listeners at home. Every single round, there is a prediction um, form that you can fill in, giving your predictions. Um, it will be live after Monday Night Raw, so the three matches we've just discussed there will be finalised, I hope, and added, so there'll be even more to discuss, and we'll add our predictions, and you get entered into a draw, and if you're the person with the most predictions, you win official WWE merch. Um, and then there are people like Tom and Dave and Kaz who are taking part in the league with us. I mean, Tom's winning with 20, Dave's second with 19, and then you've got Joe pulling up third with 17. So we need to we need to put a shift in. We need, we on, need to put some work in. Pardon? What are you on? I'm on 16. Luke's oh, on 15. To be fair, I'm just trying to think. Like, how many pay- this is the fifth? This, we've had four rounds of pay per future. Yes, we have. Yeah, so probably this is the fifth eight, round. Probably eight matches on each card. Yeah, pretty much on average. So we've got we've done 32 matches then, um, and we've got well, average of 16 between us. Okay, moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> to get in touch with us, it's the Wrestling Predictcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for us wherever. And if this is your first time listening, be sure to subscribe. We're back here every month for a prediction show and a results show. Right, Joe, before we go, you always try and catch me out with one of your fantastic quizzes. Um, I've got a question for you. I want to see how many of these you can name. Paul Heyman has been the manager. Well, first of all, let's see if you can guess this. Paul Heyman has been the manager of a specific number of champions in WWE. Can you tell me how many champions he's managed? Define champion as in of any belt or of I think of I think for the belt. most part these were heavyweight championships. I think it's heavyweight championships or, or or the equivalent of what it was whatever WWE, you know, universal heavyweight the top one. Four or five? It's six. Okay. Name them. Bloody hell. Um so he's, he had Punk. He Les- did. Brock Lesnar. Yep. He had, obviously got Roman Reigns now. Yep. Um, would he have had Rob Van Dam at one point? Yes, he did. That was the one I didn't think you were getting. <laughs> Fair play. I know that he had like, he had Curtis Axel at one point. He was the Intercontinental Champion. He had Cesaro at one point. Uh, God, I'm going to... I'll be surprised if you get these last two, to be fair. I didn't know about one of them. How uh, how far back are we going? Are they recent or quite? No, these these two would be considered legends now. Okay. Um, We're going back 2000s. Don't know, mate. I'll pass rather than rather than just be rather than just be silent for like five minutes while I think about it. <laughs> think about um, got the big show. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and Kurt Angle. So I thought Kurt Angle, but I I just thought Kurt Angle can't actually speak, so I wouldn't need him. Okay, that's cool. There right. you go. So didn't know that. I didn't know. I'd forgotten about Big Show and Kurt Angle. I vaguely remembered RVD and the obviously the other three: Rain, CM Punk, and Lesnar. And I think the really shocking one that you mentioned already is Cesaro. The fact that that never went anywhere. No, that would have been that would have that would have that could have been great. Obviously, it wasn't. Okay, so we will leave it there. We will see everybody in two weeks' time. Clash of Champions 
next Sunday. And then after that, we've got the results show where we find out exactly how close we were and why it's called Gold Rush. Thanks a lot, fellas. Yeah, cheers, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm leaving the pause for the edit your penis every time, every damn time. And you know what? You know who else thinks it's really funny to do that too? Dave. That's that's the level this this quality joke is, mate. It's a Dave Eisen quality gag that you are you are pulling for me here. And I'm gonna leave that in the outtakes, specifically for him. <laughs>